Welcome to Friends Unscripted. I'm Abigail. I'm Joanna. And we are your incredibly intelligent yet slightly overzealous co-hosts. I said that wrong, but it's fine. (laughs) Totally fine. (laughs) Always. Um, And today we're going a little bit out of our comfort zone, I guess. We're going to be talking about introverts versus extroverts. So just that whole debacle and debate. And, you know, just to put some of my words in here, uh, I have been extremely introverted for a very long portion of my life, and I just turned 21, so... Happy birthday to the birthday queen, podcast queen out here. Um, Just so our listeners know, like, we had an amazing birthday bash with Abigail yesterday. It was super fun. We had to, we got to experience a night out in the city. We went karaokeing. Um, You know, the birthday girl got her in a bag. She listened to some sad songs. She sang her heart out. It was honestly such a fun time. Um, yeah. We did an escape room. It was it was incredible. You just saw us trying to problem solve the whole thing. You can tell that we were all people trying to get advanced degrees because we were able to solve a escape room that apparently had uh, what thirty two thirty seven percent success rate. I think that's yeah. what it was. So we were extremely proud of ourselves. I'm going to say that, and we managed to get out with ten minutes mm-hmm. to spare. Exactly. We saved the world in 50 minutes. Just think about that. <laughs> yes, it was an end of the world apocalypse escape room. So that was interesting. But I am also an extremely big scaredy cat because the minute a secret door opened, your girl was throwing the first person into the wolves and she was about to run. <laughs> you screamed so loud. It scared me more than the door itself opening. I was like, oh my God. I got so scared by Abigail's <laughs> I see that thing opening and I'm afraid that something's going to jump out. Y'all got to pray for me because next week we might be going to a haunted house and yikes, I'm going to be gone. Okay. Uh, If they have one of those options where you have to wear, you know, one of those glow sticks around your neck or on your wrist or something to signify that they can touch you, your girl won't be wearing them. (laughs) I don't even know they do that. They do that? Yeah, they did that when we went to the penitentiary in Pennsylvania. You know, the haunted penitentiary? They yeah. have these things where they make you wear uh, glow sticks or something around your neck. So then that signifies whether or not they're allowed to touch you or grab you or anything like that. I took mine off halfway through. And then I said, no, I'm not going to be a chicken. And when you were walking from one building to the next, I grabbed one that I saw somebody threw on the floor because there was a bunch of just glow sticks on the floor that people threw <laughs> off of their necks because they were just too scared. <laughs> and I put mine back on because I was thinking, stop being a chicken because I took it off five seconds or so before then. And then I said, no, I'm not going to be a chicken. And I put it back on and I walked in to the next one and I was terrified because when I went in there, they had me um they had the person the person who was in front of me she got grabbed and shoved into a a, like like a dentist chair and they had these fake dentist things that were like drilling towards her face and she screamed i ran for it (laughs) i ditched her so fast and you know what she told me if they grabbed me she would have ditched me too so at least we were on the same page every man for themselves 
house is a school trip. <laughs> it was a haunted house school trip. I mean, after that, we went to one of those, um, what are they called? Hollywood cafes, something like that. Yeah. Hard Rock Cafe? Hard Rock Cafe. That's what it's called. The Hard Rock Cafe was whack. <laughs> really? I, I never liked them. The, the food isn't all that great. And Dang, the ambiance, it's so full of people. I'm just, it was way too packed in there. Dang. But right in time for spooky season. I hope you enjoyed that little snippet of us getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> Back on topic. So we're going for like the introvert, extrovert debate. And your girl here. She's a fa- she's more like I think I'm more of a chameleon in a way. So basically, I go with wherever the crowd is. So if everyone else is gonna be like really quiet and you know chilling and all this stuff, like I'm gonna go along with that. Like I'll match energies with people, but at the same time, I'm not even gonna lie. We were all gonna go out on Friday, and I was this close to being like, I'm tired and I want to stay home. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like I have to force myself into like social settings because I feel like I need to, I guess, go with societal norms, with what is expected of a person of my age and teenagers and all this stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's just the pressure that it feels like if you're not partying, if you're not going out, if you're not doing all this stuff, then you're a square. But I don't see what's wrong with staying at home with my popcorn and watching some Netflix. I mean, only a murder's in the building. Pop off Selena Gomez. That is the best Hulu series I've watched in a while. I gotta get on that. I will. I'll share you the password I'm using currently. (laughs) Hashtag screen record. (laughs) I'd really appreciate that. But um, yeah, kind of same on my end. I don't know. I think. Um, I think it changes not based off like the vibe for me, but kind of more based off like the, just like, I guess, personality wise, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I feel like I act differently when I hang out with you guys than when I hang mm-hmm. out with my college friends. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I guess it's kind of like vibes. Y- y'all are really different. Um, and no like, we are <laughs> like to compared to my college friends, if any of my college friends are listening to this, I don't mean this in like a bad way. Um, but like, it's just really different groups. So my, I guess, like, enthusiasm or, like, the way I per- portray myself in front of those people is very different. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. No, I get that. Honestly, it's, like, I, I feel, like, when I was with you guys at the karaoke bar, I loved it and I had so much fun. And I feel like, honestly, we don't need to be drunk to have fun because we're exactly. we were completely crazy and popping off and dancing and all this other stuff like we probably acted like some drunk people do but we did that completely sober because that's how we are around each other like we're just high on life with each other and I love that and yeah I didn't really feel like I had to drink like I never really did around you guys I feel like we're always crazy I mean just a bit of a backstory for you guys the last time we hung out was I think it was Memorial Day, Labor Day. What was it? September? September is Labor Day, right? It was like before the semester started, right? No, no. I think it was... Yeah, I think it was before the semester started. I don't know. Maybe it was Labor Day. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure it was a three-day weekend that you guys had. I'm fairly certain that was Labor Day. But when we went out, we went to go to this place on around Austin Street. Um, 
it was so much fun. And we went to a restaurant. We hung out. We left. No one drank. We didn't need to. I mean, I was the only one who wasn't 21, so they kind of didn't want to exclude me. So it's fine. I'm the baby of the group. <laughs> um, but yeah, we left and everything. And we're all loud. We're walking down the street. We literally stayed at the corner of a street, like one of those annoying groups that you see in the city who just like they're blocking the street we all moved by the way because we felt bad we were blocking the corner so we had to move yeah. <laughs> against the wall of of a closed store and we're all so loud and somebody and i'm telling a story and i'm getting louder because we're just having so much fun and everything and somebody's like oh really they really- I remember that <laughs> they yelled from across the street and i'm just like oh no <laughs> That was so funny. Some random guy going into Shake Shack was like, oh, really? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, gosh. It's- that was I so mean, funny. <laughs> I think around each other, we just get these loud personalities. And we're just we're very much authentically OK with being ourselves. And I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like um when we eventually all do go out to drink, it'll be a very fun experience, though. Because the f- <laughs> we say this as we're both currently drinking on this episode. Um, <laughs> full disclosure: we're in October right now. But anyway, I am going to put a put it out there. If we're going to make a disclaimer for this, I am currently having um, some tequila, <clears throat> and my girl over here is having a margarita. <clears throat> So yeah. it's it's called a uh, Rita's Sparkling Margarita. We're not sponsored on this episode, but I really like I really like them. So if you ever want like something like with eight percent alcohol, go for it. <laughs> and if you ever want to have hard liquor, <laughs> just just make sure you have the good one. Okay, don't have the cheap one. Otherwise, you'll get you'll get plastered five times faster and it's just it burns like gasoline down your throat okay if you're gonna have alcohol get the good one <laughs> also good um ones. this is a just disclaimer this is for people who are 21 or above um drink safely my dad told me drink water and have tylenol no hangover yay <laughs> exactly yeah Mm-mm. drinking with your parents whole different vibe but like it's it's also fun at the same time i feel like but dang um tell me about your first drinking experience with your mother uh ooh, okay yeah story time ladies <laughs> so plot twist it wasn't actually when i was 21 i believe it neither was mine <laughs> first legal drink was 21 yeah. my first drink was with my parents still okay don't think don't think anything else okay it's always been with my parents in a safe environment at my house same like my so we went to vacation like after graduating from high school we went to vacation to dr dominican republic and Ooh. you know drinking age there is 18 and I was already 18 at the time. So <laughs> we have to we went to a resort. We, we had like a this really cool swim up bar. Um and my mom was like, hey, you're 18. Like you could drink now. And I like the thought hadn't even crossed my mind, to be honest. I was just there like vibing, like having a good time yeah. at the pool. And like she was like, Do you wanna like sh- like you know, to see what you like, see what you don't like? Like, cause like I'm here, your dad's here. I think it's like the perfect opportunity. Cause like, this is like the year before they sent me off to college and I would be dorming with complete strangers. So 
Um, so essentially what I did was like, my mom had me try out different things, what I liked, what I didn't like. And I think that my first actual drink with my mom was like, I don't know if it was a beer or if it was like this, like white Russian liquor type thing. Cause my mom is like really into white Russians by the way, but like, <laughs> like the drink. Um, but yeah, I think it was not think about it. I think it was a beer cause she wanted to start like slow. Um, but yeah, we had a few beers and she was like, so how are you feeling? um like like third beer in she was like how are you feeling um do you like this first of all do you like this second of all how are you feeling third of all do you want to stop do you need water you know she was like really testing like my limit and it was like (laughs) I don't want to say like the word training but I felt like it was a good training for the you know the things I would experience while dorming at college and when I eventually did go and dorm at college and people were drinking around me underage um I was kind of ready for that aspect, for that whole environment, but also kind of like, I already knew what I liked and what I didn't like and like what my limit could be. So when eventually when I went to college and when I started dorming and when my roommates would offer me liquor, I already knew what I liked, what I didn't like and how much I could take in and if I felt even safe drinking around them. So yeah, my mom trained me well. Wow. That's the whole point of the story. <laughs> I re- no, I love that. I really love that. I think at the same time, my parents were very hesitant with me. I mean, like, when they when they would drink, like, wine or beer or, like, some kind of mixed drink, they would sometimes, like, as I got older, closer to 21, like, past past the age of 18 or something, they would they would look at me and they'd see me looking at the drink or something because I'm like thinking about like, like, oh, okay, one day I'm going to have to drink. Like, or one day I'm going to do this stuff. And they'd be like, you want to try a sip? Like my, my dad was very much like, he was like, okay. And my mom, she was okay with it too. Like they were like, okay, if you want to do it. Me, I thought it was a test. <laughs> I was like, I see the trap you're setting me. I'm good. <laughs> But they could they could have been like genuine because like sometimes like in business meetings or like social gatherings you have yeah. to drink to like I know you know get network with people. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna have to do that. I've heard that before. Um, people yeah. in law school they tell me they're just like you can have um, when you're like around the the college the law school area they will have business meetings with people who are in law firms and you will sit there and you'll have wine with them and i'm here thinking i don't even like wine at the moment you're gonna see me with a club soda (laughs) (laughs) no yeah literally same in my career there's so many civil engineers that have like um like hangouts or like networking events at bars Mm -hmm. or like at rooftop bars and you have to like order a drink and like talk to them so it's like it's good to know Mm -hmm. what you like what you don't like and what your limit is especially at those events so you can like still like Mm -hmm. express yourself in a professional manner without acting stupid exactly and I think that's the good thing about being so I guess open with your family and like testing it because I mean I've only I mean Okay, so drinking so far, it's been an interesting experience, and I think that it's okay so far. Like, I will – the only time I really – like, when I get inebriated, it's because I haven't eaten in a very long while. So it's, like, after, like, two hours or so of not eating, I'm just – I really have to slow my pace because if I'm going to be drinking, then I need – then I can't drink too much. Like, I can probably maybe have, like, a shot or something – or two maybe, but if I eat, if I if I'm not eating and I'm going to be drinking more, it's going to be a very bad combination. Wine is good. Wine is good because you can nurse it. 
you can very much take a sip of wine, calm yourself down. They're not very alcoholic. I've seen my mother when she drinks like two cups of wine and she's fine. But then again, she's more like a trained professional by now. <laughs> I, feel and, that, yeah. I mean, it's fine if I drink wine. Wine is in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> our, Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, made wine <laughs> like from water. So, I mean, from, so. Water to wine. <laughs> Okay, you should have seen. Okay, you guys don't see this right now, but you should have seen it. The moment I mentioned wine being in the Bible, Joanna parked up on her seat, trying her back <laughs> and everything. She was like, Yeah! Spark- I saw the sparkle in her Sorry, eye. I got so excited. <laughs> this justifies my behavior. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, no, I think. Genuinely, I think this this is why. Like, my mom loves red wine specifically, mm-hmm. like so much. Possibly, possibly why it's almost the only drink my mother has. Like FYI, like my mom is super religious. Um, she doesn't have red wine like every single day. Like uh, that's not what I'm saying. But yeah, like mine she, like if her alcoholic drink of choice would be like red wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind you, my family also isn't a bunch of alcoholics. We're all pretty much fine during the day and we're not drinking 24 7 where we have the occasional like my mom honestly won't even finish a bottle of wine she'll probably have like a cup or two during the day and that's really it she won't drink too much my dad he has like three beers and he smokes his cigars and he'll be fine trust me my parents they all know their limits very well they're they're trained adults they don't go past them they're not about to get drunk in a in front of a bunch of kids they're fine exactly they know how to have a fun time while while while, like not going like overboard Mm -hmm. and plus like they don't even they probably don't even need it they just crack it open because they're like you know it's a family gathering they're like yeah. having some fun they're letting off they're letting off some steam a little bit after a hard week at work i mean my dad works <laughs> with planes and he, you should see him sometimes when he comes home and he's just like you won't believe who hit a plane and how oh, yes. people hit planes <laughs> i'm in shock wait what yeah people hit planes <laughs> like like they hit the plane? I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even joking. Like, somebody will not, like, hit the brakes or something, and they, like, hit the wing of a plane with whatever vehicle they're driving, or they hit the plane in general. It's just, it's Wait, so... what? I'm like, not joking. Like, on the ground or in the sky? Yeah, on the ground, not on the sky. <laughs> Bruh, in the sky? <laughs> She's had a little too many margaritas. <laughs> she thinks somebody hit a plane in the sky. <laughs> I'm just thinking like there's like traffic in the sky and then all of a sudden there's like a plane crash in the sky and then the and then see bro if there was a plane crash like that it'd be on the news not the only thing on my dad's cell phone you just worded it weird bro Still, I can word it weird all I want. Nobody's going to think that my dad, the two planes hit each other in the sky. And that's what my what I said. Vehicle, vehicle, vehicle is a very broad term. <laughs> broad term. Yes. 
I'm sorry. An American Airlines and a JetBlue plane just hit each other in the sky. My dad gets a call and he's like, oh, crap. No. It's somebody driving, like, a car, like, like a certain one of those equipment trucks on the plane. Like, you know those things that carry luggage that has hit a plane? Okay? Not two planes coinciding. Not on the ground. Not, not in the sky. Okay? Okay, that makes more sense. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna need more. Same. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I hope none of my transportation professors hear this. I hope. I hope my law schools don't hear this. My law school admissions people don't hear this. Dang. But, um... Anyway. Should we try to steer back to the topic of the episode? Yes. yes. So, okay. Current, so, just to, I guess, bring a proper definition into this. Um, according to um, the Webster's Dictionary... Um, being an introvert is a person whose personality is characterized by introversion, which is basically a typically re- reserved or quiet person who tends to be a bit introspective. While an extrovert is a person who's devi- whose personality is characterized by their extroversion, which is typically a gregarious or unreserved person who enjoys <laughs> and seeks out social interaction so i think okay so i don't know if i'm either i can't say whether or not i'm an extrovert or an introvert i think that it depends on my social setting because if i'm because honestly there's times when i'm around people and i will feel like i am completely alone like, I'm the only one there, and I will not want to be there at all. I'm very much quiet, and I'm not I'm not trying to interact. Like, when, you, when I went to classes in college, I didn't try to interact with people a lot. I was very much to myself. I studied by myself. I lived in a dorm, so I had to talk to people, but I was not always comfortable with the setting. And if I was able to... If I was able to go with my preference, I would have been by myself the whole time. I like to be in the library and study by myself. Even if I was around other people, I was, I'd was. i rather have been by myself. I would have reserved a study room for myself, okay? Because it was just, I was not comfortable with everybody. And if, but I think at the same time, it depends. Like if I'm with my family, I can be extroverted. I can very much seek out the social interaction of my entire family. And I can seek out the social interaction of my friends from high school. Like all these people on this podcast, I would be completely comfortable with going around with them and having some Korean barbecue. <laughs> Trying out sake for the first time is something I'm yes. thinking about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm trying to go on a Europe trip with my girl, Joanna, here. <laughs> Yes. We're going to see how this goes. Yeah. Exactly. But I think it all depends 
like on how you are with certain people. I don't know if there's really a term for extrovert versus introvert because I think it depends on who you are. Like who you're comfortable with and who you're not. Because if you have this one person or these two people that you're so okay with being around, like you're very much okay with their company, I think that that can be like an extroverted thing that you're doing. I don't know if you can really define yourself as an extrovert or an introvert, but you maybe you can define the activities you're doing as introverted versus extroverted. That's super true. Um, I think Speaking words myself, of truth. yeah, actually facts. <laughs> she <laughs> says that she sips her tequila. Um, <laughs> but um, I think this is empty my- now. <laughs> Amazing. She just chugged that professional. and i'm still speaking philosophical um i think we're both kind of like extroverts but with introverted tendencies if that makes sense Um, definitely as for myself i kind of i really related on when you said like oh like if you had to choose like you would try to take a study room for yourself that's completely me um i'd rather study by myself than with like other people um but like I think ever since entering into college, I've extremely um changed in that aspect on like being more like less shy, I think, for the most part. I'm very open now with like a lot of people. Um, but I think it takes a lot still to like kind of get me to open up. Like I'll still talk to you, but if you really wanna like dive deep into like my life, I think it takes a lot. Like you'd have to like really talk to me and like actually like be a personal friend. Um, for me to open up about to you about like my family, like personal stuff. But um, I think, and also kind of like what you said before, like if you're an introvert, extrovert, it kind of depends on like the activities you do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I never expected myself to be a part of like a president, to be a president of a club. Like here, like at, like, you know, I go to NYU, but like I'm a fucking like president of like a club here. And I was like, when did I do that? Like, how did I even do that? Like, I'm surprised still at myself. Because, like, mm-hmm. I was so different when I was, like, 16 or 17. And now I'm here, like, being a president of a fucking club. I was like, how did I do that? Um, and being, like, an orientation leader and, like, doing all these leadership, like, positions that I never in a million years would have seen, like, 17-year-old or 16-year-old Joanna, mm-hmm. like, doing or partaking in. So I think that's really interesting. I don't know if it's just, like, a part of growing up or, mm-hmm. like, if I truly changed from an introvert to an extrovert. But, um... But I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting concept to think about. But yeah, I kind of like agree on you on that. Like you can't really label yourself as one or the other. I think it really depends on like, as you said, like the people you hang out with, but also like the type of activities that you do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But I think if I had to label myself, I would be an extrovert with introverted tendencies. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I would label myself the other way, like introvert with extroverted tendencies mm-hmm. with because it depends on like the social settings I do. If I'm going to label myself in that category, I would definitely do it like that because if I'm introduced to a new setting, like let's say I went into like when I go into law school or when I go into um, a law firm or something in the future, I think my automatic recoil will be towards my introverted area. I think I will, like, that's where my my setting will go into because when I'm introduced into new settings, I'm very much shy and it takes me a while to get used to it. 
like just to get comfortable and everything. Like when I started at this job that I'm at right now, um, as an intern at a law firm, I was not like it. I was very shy on the phone. I'd talk very quietly. Um, I'd, I'd have to walk over to him for him to hear me. He would, he would actually tell me that he's like, I can't hear you from across the room. And I didn't realize because normally my parents tell me I'm loud, but that's because I'm very extroverted around them. But around him, I was very quiet. So I think it just, it depends on your comfort level and like just going into it because I'm, I think it's, there's a learning curve with me, especially because I'm very shy around people until I, until I get more comfortable around them. And it takes, it only takes a lot of courage within me to say, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to speak to people and I'm going to be okay. Like now when I meet with clients before, I would be very shy and be like, I will take you to the conference room for him to meet you. And I'm, I would be very shy. I'd be holding a tiny book and I'd be hu- hugging it against my chest and I'd be walking to them to the room, telling them that we're doing the six feet thing um, because we're still, of course, COVID rules. Okay. Right now, we're, it's still a scary time now. So always. And we'd, we'd be doing that. But now I'm, I'm very much okay with doing the small talk, you know, like, how was the drive over? Are you guys okay? Um, you know, traffic's a little crazy. I'm very much okay with the whole joking around. Like some people came in with their kids and I'm just smiling and I'm laughing with them. And I'm okay now. I'm better now. But my automatic stage when I go into any new place is automatically to be introverted. I'm very shy and it takes a while for me to, I guess, sprout my wings or something. I'm not like other people who can go into a place and try to like conquer it in a day. I'm not like that. True. I mean, could it be, do you feel like your shyness or like introvertedness at the workplace, could that be like a sense? Cause like, you're just nervous. Hmm. I mean, it could possibly, I think, but I, I felt like that's like a weird default of mine. Like when I was in high school and everything, I think, I mean, I know you guys say I was loud and very, but that was more like a projection of what I was trying to do because I was so, I, I was nervous. I was scared when I was meeting you guys. And I, I very much felt this need for you all to like me because I thought like, I don't want to ruin this because this is like a new group and I, don't, I really don't want to. And you guys were all a bunch of driven, smart people in the school. And I was like, okay, this is a crowd. <laughs> that I could totally associate myself with because I, I blend in very well and I didn't want to ruin that. So I wanted to try to be a a friendly person and go out of my comfort zone and everything with you guys. But I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) It took months for me to feel okay with you guys because I didn't know for a while my mother, my mother told me this um, when I was younger. She was like, she was like, no person can wear two faces, and I think that's what I did a lot when I was in high school. I wore two faces because I was a shy person, but I projected myself as this outgoing person who was like crazy and always wanting to have fun and everything. But I was scared out of my mind to the point where like it was very hard to tell who I was and I think that's something that a lot of people in high school do like they get they want to possibly project this persona of a person they want to be rather than who they actually are so it like don't don't ever try to be two people at the same time 
after I got more comfortable with you guys, I think my energy definitely went down less, but I was still able to be a happy and a bit of a carefree person because I was comfortable. I knew my environment. I knew my audience and I knew if whoever I was going to be in front of you guys, I would not be judged for who I was. I feel that. Yeah. I think I can relate to that. Like once I met all of you, I got super comfortable and didn't really seek out on like trying to make any more friends. Cause I was like, why do I need any more? Like, why do I need to talk to other people? Um, but I think that's like one of, if not like my only regret from high school, because like there was a lot of people that I genuinely thought were really cool that I wish I had spoken to more, but I was so comfortable in my bubble of like you guys that I didn't really venture out to make new friendships. And like, there was a lot of cool people in like these classes, like the classes where I had none of you in, like I would have, I was forced to talk to other people. And that's what, that's when I met like these really cool, like high school, like people from high school. I don't want to name names, but like there was, there are a few of you that were like really cool. And like, I actually wanted to form a relationship or like some for some form of friendship. And like, I couldn't cause like, I don't know, there was like this introverted side of me that was just like not letting me do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And like, when I think about that, it makes me really sad. Cause like I could have made more friends in high school, but, um, but I don't know. I think everything happens for the, re- for a reason at the end of the day, at the end of the day. So maybe I think I made friends with the people who were actually going to last for like a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, I think that's important at the very least. I mean, I understand the concept and the desire to make more friends. I definitely wanted to reach out and branch out to other people when I had you guys as my comfort friend group. But I just, I, I again, I, I went, I bought into societal norms and I bought into the concept of wanting to make the most of a high school experience, these so-called best years of your life and all this. Um, and I wanted to branch out. I wanted to make more friends and everything. And I think... Um, I think at some point you have to understand that there's areas that you're comfortable with. There's areas of people who will accept you for who you are and what you know. And I think at the same, like these safety areas, they're good. They're a good net for you to lean and fall on if anything happens. But at the same time, it is okay to branch out. Just be careful. Know your limits. I mean, when you're in high school to college and even going into your probably into your 30s and everything, you're still growing. You're still you never stop learning more about who you are and the limits you can take because you're always adapting. You're always growing. You're always going to keep like just becoming more secure in yourself and I don't think that's ever really going to stop. I, at least personally, I don't think it is. Because I I may have just turned 21, but I have learned so, so much. Lear- and I think that comes from the security of my friends, my family, my faith, everything. All of that plays a role into who I am today. And I know that no matter what happens, no matter who I meet and friends I'll meet and the people I'll lose eventually because that always happens as you keep growing and you'll lose people but I'm gonna stay true to who I am and what I'm gonna be because at the end of the day I I love myself and I took it it took a while for me to get there but I do 
And period. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do. I love myself, and it, and I think, I think just learn as you grow up. Don't feel ashamed. Like if you're 21 and you don't love yourself right now, there will always be moments when you won't. Like sometimes I would look in the mirror and I'm thinking, gosh, I could totally stand to lose 20 pounds. And one day I will start working out maybe tomorrow. We never know. Okay. The motivation might strike me and I will start to try to lose weight again, but not doing it will not hinder how much I love myself. Exactly. No, I totally feel you on that. Like sometimes, actually, when you get, when you hit the gym, like hit me up. I'll go with you, gym buddies. Dude, um, I got an at home gym. Come to my house. <laughs> I got a treadmill. We can both use. There's two. Honestly, Abigail's house just sounds so fun right now. Like everyone's just like <laughs> having a great vibe over there. I just want to go party. Cookies <laughs> and cream tres leches down here, man. Oh my god, it sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> But my dang. parents would love you. <laughs> I, yeah, my parents would love you too. Oh my god, it'd be so fun. Um, tune in, tune in into like a future episode of us at Abigail's house, <laughs> <laughs> where we finally get my new mic to work. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. But um, yeah, I was gonna kind of like touch upon like yeah, there's certain people that enter into your life and they're only there for like a few like portions of it, and then mm-hmm. when they're like gone, like I don't know, like. For, like, if you're like me, like, you're kind of sad, like, oh, this person was, like, for, was in for a few chapters of my life, and now they're mm-hmm. gone, like, I don't really talk to them anymore, and it's really sad, but, like, kind of like I said before, everything happens for a reason, yeah. um, maybe they just were there for that part, for that current time, because that's the only time you really needed them there, and then, you know, they're done, they're sort of done, so you kind of move on, but, um, look at us two, you know, Tipsy, Abigail, and Joanna telling the truth. <laughs> Honestly, I think honestly, I'm I'm not holding any I'm not holding bars. I'm not going to hold back at anything right now because I'm being I'm going to be completely authentic right now. I've met people that to be honest, I love them to death and I I think that's one of the things that stays with me. I love people and I I I want to believe in the good of everyone and I'm very much just like that. I I always want to believe in people and I and I completely even the people who hurt me and I like Joanna knows who's probably hurt me the most in my life but even if even if they do I I love them in a way that's like you were there for me when I needed you at a time and even if you broke my heart and you broke my trust and you hurt me you ultimately were a part of my life and I I wish all the best to you and I, I honestly do want the best for you in your life. And I think that, like, where, as you grow up, I think that people will come and go and they'll teach you things that you never thought you would before. Even if they made your life so hard at a point, it only will make you stronger. And that's, and they will, people only hurt you if you let them. Definitely. Mm hmm. I mean, I've been hurt before, and I'll probably be hurt again in my life. I hope that as I get older, I'll become wiser. I mean, people say age come with, comes with wisdom, but I think that's only if you allow yourself to learn from your past experiences. And I want to keep doing that. I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing. Because if I, the, 
the day that you stop, the day that you stop wanting to learn from your past experiences is the day you stop growing. It's the day that you become in, immature. And it's it's the day where you let yourself fall. Facts. Spitting facts. <laughs> Honestly, like you couldn't get a more authentic podcast than us two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel you on that. If I'm going to like end this in any way... I'm going to say this. It's like introverted, extroverted. It's all, I feel like it's a state of mind. It's the, it's the way you are in front of a certain crowd. If you don't have the confidence or if you're scared or anything about a certain setting that you're in, you're, it's, it's your, it's mind over matter. Your mind is taking over in that area. And I, trust me, if any of you are upset at what I'm saying, I understand. Like I have dealt with anxiety. I've had panic attacks. I've cried. And like, I haven't even really told Joanna all of this, but I have, I've, I've dealt with anxiety in a very real way. And it's been hard. It's been extremely, really hard. Like I've, I've called my parents and they will, they didn't know how to help me. They didn't, they never knew how to help me. It was very hard because they never dealt with the anxiety that I did. And I would, literally be on my bed and I'd be crying and I'd be heaving and it's insane. I'm I'm a hundred percent real with you guys right now. It's a very hard journey. I'm not going to dismiss it in any way. The battle over your own mind is difficult and it's a, something that you have to struggle with possibly every day, but never ever give up. Because the day that you do, you lose yourself. Introverted and extroverted, it is a state of mind. It's the moment that your mind wins. And if you want to decide to be true to who you are, if you want to decide to take over this social setting, if you want to decide that you are going to be, you know, like who you are, and even if you are alone in a crowded room, but you know exactly who you are and your light will shine in that room, you are fine. You are a powerful, powerful human being. And every little battle counts. Every single one that you win. Even if you lose one or two, never, ever give up. Continue on. Okay? Never give up. Ever. I love that. I literally love everything you said. I should get a tattoo <laughs> on my body. Um, <laughs> um, Mind you, we're still a little tipsy. <laughs> but that doesn't make anything I said less authentic, I promise. Exactly, I, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I've dealt with like anxiety. I think um, it got definitely worse entering into college, not going to mm-hmm, lie. Definitely. Um, but I think if there's anyone listening out there, like, especially if you're like, you're from our high school and like never really spoke to us, but you're listening to this podcast, don't feel afraid to like reach out and like just mm-hmm. rant or like talk to us. Like we're really nice people. We'll listen to you. <laughs> um, I love like, no, honestly, like sometimes I've been like reaching out to like people I haven't spoken to in years and like we're like having like, like this heart to heart conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why weren't we friends before? <laughs> but like, um, or, like but, why weren't we as close? before like we were probably we knew each other but like we never got to that deep level until now (laughs) exactly so I feel like this podcast could definitely be like kind of like Mm -hmm. that way to open a door to potentially growing new friendships with people that we really didn't weren't as close with in high school or like you know in any aspect of our lifetime so Mm -hmm. yeah if you're ever like dealing through something like this I think me and Abigail like really good potential candidates to reach out to 
Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, and, and totally share with me, like how you like dealt with whatever like battles you've gone through. I mean, personally for me, I, I leaned on my family and I leaned on my faith a very strong amount because if anything, I felt like, like my faith was like a very big part of who I was. And it was like, God was my rock through it all. And I couldn't, I couldn't ignore that. I mean, for you guys, it may be different. You guys may have a certain person or a figure or even your own religion that you're leaning on, but don't diminish it in any way. Find your rock, find what you can stand on because in the end, that will be a stepping stone to just keep going. Period. <laughs> I love that. I love this podcast. Me um, too. We kind this of, has been fun. <laughs> we kind of branched away from our topic, but I think we like very much spoke on very important aspects. Um, going mm-hmm. from Abigail's amazing twenty first birthday, all the way to like being super deep about like your insecurities and like you know just being a shy or extroverted person. Like it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter at the end of the day. It's like about you and what you're comfortable with. So. Exactly. Be who you are all the time. Don't let anybody tell you not to. But yeah, everyone, I guess like tune in next week. Um, Next week's episode is on. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Next week episode is on embarrassing moments and dealing with regrets, whether or not we should like actually regret anything. (laughs) Interesting. Stay tuned for that. We might spill some tea. Who knows? Exactly. I promise you, we will not be tipsy, though. <laughs> These are special episodes. <laughs> okay, special episodes when we're tipsy. <laughs> yeah. Only, only the special ones. <laughs> FYI, we usually record these on, like, weekends. So yes. I think it's, like, if anything, it's a perfect time to get tipsy. But, like, you know, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) I'm going to keep drinking water. (laughs) I have some family that's actually downstairs, so I'm going to need some mouthwash. (laughs) And, yeah, I honestly, I'm very grateful. Give a good shout out to Joanna here for her lovely company. Shout out to the the margarita she's drinking right now. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Rita's margaritas, sparkling margarita. It's so good. Um, <laughs> does it, you know, it understood the assignment. It did its job. Sponsor so, us. <laughs> um, honestly, sometimes I wish like I would get invited to like like day drinking. <laughs> I feel like I would I, not to tune my own horn, but I feel like I was I would, I would be like such a fun time. So. Bro, pull up. We'll go to Cabana and we'll have some sangria. Yeah, like totally. Like, I feel like we should do like a big high school reunion and just like, you know, get drunk. I'd be lit at a high school reunion, honestly. I, I feel like I'd just pop off. Like, I don't even care what anyone else is doing. I'd just be like, this is me. You know how like, he's mm-hmm. the one that's in charge of like our high school reunions. Like when yeah. it's 10 years. Mm-hmm. so ours is set for 2028 and like i always think about it from time to time i'm like i wonder how everyone is going to show up and i wonder mm-hmm. if it's going to be at a bar because if it's, if it's at a bar i'm going all out like i don't care <laughs> i think 
I remember when they announced their first 10 year reunion, it was at a bar. Right? Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the 20, 2010 kids, they had yeah. theirs during the, or I don't know, it was 2009. It was like pre pandemic, but it was mm-hmm. at a bar. And I was like, I wonder if ours is going to be at a bar, which I don't mind, but I think that'd be so cool. I think that would be fun, honestly. <laughs> unless unless um, any of us are pregnant, then they can't. True. We do not sponsor pregnant drinking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, drink responsibly, ladies. Definitely. <laughs> and men, and gentlemen, definitely gentlemen. Also, I'm just going to say this for the record. I don't care who comes at me. When you drink, you are an amplified version of who you are. Never use drinking as an excuse for doing something ever. That's I don't so believe true. you if you're using as one. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, that's so true. Because like off of Abigail's voicemail last night. Um, <laughs> It was, just, it was just like genuinely her like I, I to be honest if i didn't know she was drinking i just i just would have thought it was her just calling me and leaving me a voicemail but um it was just it felt like her she was just genuinely being herself and telling me like you know about different things that happened so for a minute and 20 seconds so it was like perfectly <laughs> fun yeah you have to say, okay after this podcast she's totally gonna send it to me i'm gonna play it for my family i don't care <laughs> low-key though it was like it was super sweet. Like, honestly, straight up. It was super sweet. Because, like, you said stuff that was, like... You know, I've told you, like, personal stuff about going on in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And then you said, like, comforting words that I needed to hear, like, this morning. Especially. Mm-hmm. So, when I heard that, I was like, shit. Like, this is, like, a true friend. You know? Like, even, <laughs> even if she's drunk, she's, like, a true friend. <laughs> um, trust me. Whatever I was saying in there, I wasn't lying. And if you need proof, I have a journal. <laughs> honestly do you know what they say they're like drinks in truth out so yeah. like yeah so like whenever you drink it's like the, the truth comes out you become mm-hmm. like more of a genuine like not genuine but like more of a truthful person or like what you're thinking doesn't get filtered it comes out me <laughs> so yeah and i i i believe every word you said so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i'm very glad honestly i was I, this was a fun experience. Um, like, just, like, drinking in general was an interesting thing to happen. It was always funny when your head gets fuzzy. <laughs> For but sure. Honestly, it, you're, what you said, what she said was true. My filter was just gone. I just kept speaking everything that came out of my mind. My dad was like, shut up. My sister was like, shut up. My mom was like, go to bed. <laughs> of course, before I went to bed, my dad was like, drink some, ty- have some Tylenol, drink some water. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I listened. <laughs> it was it was fun. I had I had a lot of fun and yeah, drink responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Always make sure you do. Again, yeah. Thank you very much for listening to Friends Unscripted, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.